Hello, and welcome to the Choosing Happiness podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I'm the host, for those of you that are new. And today I am sitting down with a good friend. Her name is Sarah. Uh, Sarah and I met on a study abroad, and I just want to say that Sarah is one of the most genuinely kind and happiest people I know, one of the most happiest people I know, and she honestly is just a great example of being loving and so authentic and kind and really kind of like the epitome of why I chose to do this podcast was because she truly does choose to be happy and it shows, and I'm really excited for you all to get to hear this wonderful interview. Okay, let's get into it. Hello, hello, everyone. Today I am sitting down with Sarah. You can say hey. Hey. (laughs) And I'm just going to have her introduce herself to you all. All right. So my name is Sarah, and I am studying communications at Brigham Young University. And I started off at Snow College doing arts and graphic communication. And so now I'm looking into doing public relations as my emphasis. And I'm really happy to be progressing and and learning. I love going to school, and I just love being me. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, describe yourself in three words. Oh, just three? Oh, I mean, you hard. can do as okay. many. You can do five. No. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try three. Okay. okay. Um, comedic. I think I'm funny from time to time. Honest. Hopeful. Oh, I like those. Those are good ones. Um, do you have any favorite or like most used emojis? Okay, the donut emoji. You might think that's kind of weird. No, but I like it. I have a story behind okay, it. Okay, yeah. So while I was on my mission, like I wrote letters to my family like all the time. Mm-hmm. Like every opportunity I could on preparation day, like I jot down the letter, mm-hmm. send it off, and. I liked putting stickers in my letters. Mm-hmm. And so one time we were at the store and I found these donut stickers. <laughs> and I thought, oh, that is so cute. What if I put them at the end of my letters? And it's like, do not forget I love you. Like, oh, donut. cute. So every letter I sent from then on always ended with a donut sticker. Mm. Like, to remember, like, don't forget I love you. Oh, cute. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh, I like that. We've never had a story behind an emoji. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Okay, and then last introductory question. Um, do you have any life mottos or mantras that you live by or really like or any quotes in general? Hmm, that's a hard one. I think, you know, my life has just gone through, like, so many different phases. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I pick up things and I, like, integrate them inside myself, but I can't say that there's one that is, like, currently, like guiding me yeah except maybe like i don't know, like there's this quote from um henry b iring mm-hmm. you know and he says something like i'm done with low living and like it's very long and i forget it but i just remember it in my mind and it just brings me like hope awesome. you know like and remembering like that i can do really hard things i yeah. can you know just move on like progress yeah yeah that's awesome so sorry that was very like no you're fine <laughs> No, I, like, I love quotes, and that's kind of why I always ask this question, is because there's a lot of quotes that influence people, and so 
but they all impact us in different ways. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I will say, okay, this is kind of, you made me think of one right now. Okay. So, you know from Cinderella, the new one, mm-hmm. the movie, like, mm-hmm. have courage and be kind? Mm-hmm. I love that. I think that's great. That is, like, mine. Motto, I love it so much. It's just simple, but so powerful. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, Sarah, how do you define happiness? I think, have you seen, um, I'm sorry, I reference so many things. All no, the time, it's fine. But it's, I think it's called Your Good Man, Charlie Brown. Yeah. So it's a musical mm-hmm. about Charlie Brown and the Peanuts, like the whole game. Mm-hmm. And they have this song called Happiness. Ooh. And they say happiness is holding a pencil, you know, like learning to tie your shoe, other things that they say in the song. You know, I think for me, like temp- happiness is kind of a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 sweet, but you know, like we have to have this balance where there's times where we're happy and times where we're sad or other emotions. Mm-hmm. And so happiness is is kind of it can be sustained, but it's not meant to be like you know, like um, a long-term thing. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. Um, I just think that's interesting that you kind of say that because, like, I was talking to Laura Zachary. Oh, yeah. And she was like, you need to have Sarah on your podcast because Sarah is honestly one of the happiest people I know. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she is. And then I was talking to Matt Trone about it, and he was like, Sarah's always happy. So, like, I guess – that's interesting that you say that happiness is just temporary when you emulate such a happy personality. How do you, or like, why do you think you emulate such a happy personality? I'll be honest. I think it really comes down to my faith, like mm-hmm. my personal beliefs and my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I think that really is just what makes me feel so much happiness and hope. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think I have joy. In my life, yeah. which I think of joy as kind of being like happiness, but more long term. Mm-hmm. Like joy is something that that lasts longer. Mm-hmm. No, okay, so, I love that. Yeah, I would say definitely. Like my happiness really comes from my faith. Yeah, mm-hmm. has it always been that way? Yeah, definitely. Like I can remember being a little kid and just I w- I got lost one day. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, so it was. Sad. It was really scary because it was. Um, it was summertime and I was in summer school for the first time mm-hmm. and last time. It was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I was. I decided to walk home one day because mm-hmm. I had friends who would do that because I lived nearby the school. Yeah. But I did not. Like, oh. I did not live close to the school. Did you not realize you didn't live close to no. the school? Oh. <laughs> well, like it's my five-year-old mind, right? True. And so I'm walking down the streets and then I realize that I'm hopelessly lost and I just remember like. I cried, and then I found a fire hydrant, and I prayed next to the fire hydrant. And miraculously, like, I was able to, like, these kind people came up and, like, where are you supposed to be? And I'm like, I'm in school. And, like, they walked me back, and everything ended up well. I don't recommend children getting lost at yeah. all. But it was a, that was a really powerful moment for me, like, remembering that, like, who I could turn to, mm-hmm. you know, I could always rely on a higher power and, and the good of and other people. Well, that's awesome. As I've gone through and, like, done a lot of these episodes, interviews, I've noticed that a lot of times happiness really does come from, like, our personal beliefs. Not even religious ones in general, but just, like, our moral beliefs and just who we want to strive to be as people. That's true. Like, I'll I'll confess. So I love Disney. Who doesn't? (laughs) And if you're listening to this and you don't like Disney, well, 
you watch the wrong movies. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but I'll admit, like, a lot of my personal, like, moral code has kind of been framed by Disney heroes. You know what? Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, like, in a way, like, when I do things that, like, make me feel like I did something, like, really cool, mm-hmm. like, oh, that, like, that's something that, like, Rapunzel would be proud of. Like, yeah. I kind of have that inner thought sometimes. You know? I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. Oh, you're the best. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's there's lots to, like, analyze. But, you know, overall, I think, like, taking those positive attributes from characters, like, even in, like, books and mm-hmm. movies and, you know, just pop culture, like, and emulating those positive characteristics can be really beneficial. Yeah. Are there any people in your life, like, role models, like, celebrities or fictional ones that are, like, big examples to you? Oh, yeah. Like, Mulan. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's just... She loves her family, and she... It, like, learns to accept and love herself. Mm-hmm. So, I guess a fictional character, that's someone I look up to a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, um, as far as, like, real people, definitely, like, um, the people that I know in my own life, like mm-hmm. my mother yeah. and my dad and my grandparents, like, they've made a huge difference in who I wanted to be and who I became. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, what are some things in your life that make you happy? Like you said in the song, like holding a pencil or stuff. Like, what are like the little things in your life that make Sarah Stratford happy? Ooh, I love this. Okay. <sighs> There's so many things. Boxes. Really? Just, you know, I love boxes. Huh. They don't even have to have anything inside them. <laughs> <laughs> just the fact that they could. <laughs> yeah. I just love that idea that like, like here's a space for something. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, I really, I love, Color, like all sorts of colors. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like creating things. Mm-hmm. Like if it's, I like to sew. I like to like make videos. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a great photographer. <laughs> well, thank you. I love photography. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm really into the whole spark joy thing. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is that? Oh, okay. So it's like the idea that when you have something and like it makes you happy, mm-hmm. that it sparks joy within you. Okay. And then like you hold on to it. It's something that Marie Kondo. Uh, came up with yeah of course yeah i've been well i was a fan of hers before she got really big oh good you're an og i'm I'm a hipster i guess in that sense (laughs) (laughs) not not really though um but yeah so like i i really like holding on to things that make me feel like that help me remember those moments of like happiness and joy like i used to hang on to like old clothes for Mm -hmm. such a long time just because like i remembered how like Happy that texture makes me. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I love texture. That's awesome. Like, I like touching things. Oh, whenever I'm in a store, I like always touch all the clothes yeah. as I walk by. I'm like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Like touching corduroy. Yeah. You know, just like, it feels good. Yeah. Or velvet. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, I really like those. Nice. That's awesome. I think, I don't know, for some reason, they just all like remind me of like creativity. I think that's really cool. Thanks. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, when you have, like, hard trials in your life, or, like, they don't even have to be, like, super hard trials, but, like, things like you don't do on a test or something, or, like, you're down in the dumps, like, what do you turn to? And it can be, like, the silliest of things, or it can be deep. <laughs> so, that's a great question, because this happens a lot, especially as a college student. Mm-hmm. Like, I have really high expectations for myself, and you know what? Sometimes, I just don't need them. Yeah. And that's okay. I think what's really helped me lately is just remembering that the core of why I'm here 
Mm-hmm. Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And like for educational purposes, it's to be educated, mm-hmm. like to learn. So when I do not so great on a test or on a quiz or, you know, anything that's school related, I just remind myself, like, did I learn? Mm-hmm. Did I, did I have an experience which helped me like expand the way I think, the way that I want to do things? And if I didn't, that was it. That's the whole goal. Mm-hmm. And the grade, you know, can't reflect really like what I'm taking in. Mm-hmm. So I just, I like absorbing knowledge. Ooh, I like that. So. I try not to let myself get too down. Yeah. You know, like, I am more than a grade. Yeah. And when it's other things, though, like things beyond school, mm-hmm. I, I definitely like, just have to remember that I am, you know, who I am as a person is much more important than the little things. Yeah. Like, so the way that people might treat me or, like, view me mm-hmm. is not who I am to myself. Yeah. So I think, yeah, keeping that really good relationship with myself has been really important to me. Yeah. How do you do that? Because I know that's, like, really hard for a lot of people to do, mm-hmm. is have that good relationship with themselves. So this is – I have stories for this. Do it. <laughs> I love it. We love stories. <laughs> I remember as a teenager, I was in the car with my family, and we were driving somewhere. And I was in the front seat with my parents. And I would just like to jabber, mm-hmm. talk all the time. That's like, my sister. Let me tell you all about everything, you know, like – and at one point, my mom turned to me and she said, you know, it's okay when there's silence. And at first, I was like, what are you saying? Like, no, I'm like in a, I'm like in a social environment, like even among my family, like, aren't we supposed to talk? You know? mm-hmm. And then that really just got me thinking of like how to become at peace, like with there being silence. Mm-hmm. And then that slowly turned into me exploring more about like who I am when, you know, it's just me. Mm-hmm. And that really made a huge difference. Um, in high school, like I, I realized that the friends I was hanging out with were not helping me become the person I wanted to be. Yeah. I, yeah. And so I ended up my la- my senior year spending almost every single lunch by myself. You know, which is like you know, the the social time. Mm-hmm. But that having that like foundation of like being at peace with myself and like learning to love myself as a person, like made the, that actually not a bad time. Yeah. Like, I was able to enjoy spending time alone. Mm-hmm. Wow, I really like that. Yeah, I mean, as missionaries, we have to, like, learn that silence is okay mm-hmm. because silence really is a time that we can reflect. And I think that's cool that you've been able to accept the silent times in your life to be able to, like, meditate and be, like, mindful of your own thoughts and stuff because the world is a very busy place. Yeah. I read an article once, it was a New York Times article, and I don't know, okay, we're just going to say it was nationally. I don't think it was like worldwide, but there was only like 37 miles or something, something really small within the United States, like scattered around, that you could be in like absolute silence for more than five minutes. And that just blew my mind. Like, there, like, were no cars, there were no humans, but there's only, there's only 37 places or oh, something wow. so small in the United States that you can have absolute silence. And, like, thinking right now, I'm like, I don't even know where to go to get silence. I think most of them were in forests or in the mountains where no one is, but it just blew my mind that there was only so many little places. And so I think it's really important that we do develop and accept the times of silence that we have. 
Yeah, I think that's really important too, just because like there's a difference between being still mm -hmm. and just, you know, like doing nothing. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, having moments of stillness like really takes a lot of concentration and effort. Mm -hmm. you know, it's very easy to do nothing. Yeah. It's very, yeah. you know, how do you Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it, you, it's good to use time when it's quiet just to appreciate, you know? Yeah. I don't know how monks meditate for hours on end. They're just in complete stillness. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's admirable. <laughs> Very amazing. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's really cool. What is the biggest influence of happiness in your life right now? I think it's gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. I have been very blessed with mm -hmm. where I've been born, mm -hmm. the family I've been born into, the experiences that I've had, and the people that I've met. Yeah. And so, and I'm also just very grateful to be at this position in my life where I can go to school and I can be learning, and I and I know that there's more for me beyond you know the conventions that we no normally are like surrounded by, mm -hmm. like. You know, like how people growing up say, like, you can be whatever you want to be. Mm -hmm. And, like, I really feel that yeah. right now. And I'm just really grateful. So every day is kind of, that's, like, the source of my happiness is knowing that I've really just been very blessed to, to have this experience. Like, my life is currently really, really nice. And yeah. I'm very grateful for that. And I want to be able to help other people to have kind of a sense of peace in that too. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I know like nobody's life is picture perfect. Mine mm -hmm. isn't either, but yeah. I'm just very grateful for how things have turned out for me so far. That's awesome. Do you keep a gratitude journal or how do you like keep track of your gratitude, I guess? Ooh, I'm not very good at that. I'll admit. Like yeah. I tried to do gratitude journals before, but I just, I, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I lose track of them. And I, I, I write down the same thing like five times. So really it just comes like to like when I'm, when I'm just like praying mm -hmm. and like that really helps me like remember like, oh yeah, like I am very blessed in this moment. Mm -hmm. Or like when I'm talking to other people and like, you know, hearing about their lives and you know, things that have been going on with them. It's, you know, I'm, I'm never like doing a comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like, you know, like you can't help but like think to yourself like, like, like an appreciation for like the trials you have personally, you know, and the the joys you have personally. Yeah. No, I think that's wonderful. I've also noticed in my own life, like when I don't know, not when I'm grumpy or stuff, but when I think about even the littlest of things that I'm grateful for, I'm really grateful that I can get an education because so many women in the world can't. Yeah. But even if like I don't do well on a test, I still have to be <laughs> grateful for it. And then even then I'm grateful for the times where I don't do well on a test because when I do good on a test, I feel so proud of myself because I was like, remember when I did bad? <laughs> that was definitely me and stats <laughs> all the time. But no, I think gratitude is something that's really powerful. Yeah. I think gratitude is a way to like expand your horizons. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, have there been times in your life when you've been able to expand your horizons, like in general? Yeah. That's I, a really broad question. Sorry. As broad as the horizon, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. Like, I've had lots of opportunities to do things, which 
are pretty cool. And yeah. I, I'm really grateful that I got to do them. Mm-hmm. I got to write for um, a local newspaper when I was in high school. Oh, that's awesome. And do other service opportunities like working with them uh, as an usher for symphonies and ballets, mm-hmm. which is just a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, even the jobs that I've had have been really fun. Like I worked as a sanitation engineer for a summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's just a fancy way of saying I clean toilets. Yeah. You know? And I once, I had a, an animation I made that won an award in the gallery. Wow. Yeah, so like, there's like all this like different things that have happened, which, you know, are just kind of like, you know, cool, yeah. I guess, for now on a podcast. So that's yeah. kind of fun. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, th- oh, and I, and you know, Got to go travel a little bit. Yeah. Which is <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she went to Jerusalem with me, everyone. Everyone already knows that I went to Jerusalem because half the people I interviewed, I met from Jerusalem. <laughs> we had a great group of people. We really did. I'm just a firm believer that, like, broadening, broadening our horizons and just being involved in a lot of different activities kind of creates a larger capacity for happiness and for joy in our lives because not only do we get to experience more things but we also get to meet more people and I don't know for me a lot of my happiness not okay I choose my own happiness but a lot of the influences of my life are dependent on the people around me and so it's always good to pick like positive friends and all these things mm-hmm. and you create a lot of your friends from the experiences that you have and they kind of like make the experience even more than it could have been if you were just by yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it's kind of like going to the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you oh, can I'm go firmly of going to movies by myself, though. <laughs> That's true. Like I remember doing that a lot. Like I call them like self dates. Yeah. Like it's a weekend and you don't have anyone to go out with, so you're just like, I'm gonna treat myself. I'm like, yes. gonna go out for froyo. Mm-hmm. Gonna go to a movie. Yeah, I'm totally into that. Yeah. Um, but like you know, like there's just something different about having that dynamic of another yes. person. No, 100%. Because then you can talk to them about it afterwards and be like, oh. did you like that part? Or like, yeah. can you believe the plot twist? Uh-huh. My sister and I just recently saw the movie Five Feet Apart. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. We bawled through the movie. <laughs> and like, whenever I go to a movie with my sister that's semi-sad, one of us will start tearing up and we'll look at the other person to see if they've started tearing up as well. And if they have, then we'll be open about like tearing up. But if they haven't, then we kind of keep it to ourselves. <laughs> we were both... Bawling. Like, I was, like, <laughs> like, breathing like that. And I was just, like, and even, like, two days later, I was, like, I am still shook from what happened in the movie. She was, like, me too. So I definitely, yes. If I, like, went and saw that movie by myself, I would have been, like, a mess. So I totally understand what you're saying. You can have that experience with someone. And then you have so much empathy. Yeah. You know, like, or at least you're on the path to developing empathy mm-hmm. because of, this communal experience you've had. Like, one of my uh, favorite memories is my younger sister and I watched this movie, and afterwards we just cried for, like, two hours together. It's because, yeah. It was just so, like, it was a a very moving picture. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so fun. Um, Okay. (laughs) Ooh, we're going to do this question. If you had to create a happiness formula, what would it look like? You're creative. <laughs> yes. Uh, formula for happiness. Well, it's, you have to have a good amount of gratitude mm-hmm. for what you have, like where where you're at. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's the only way to like progress is by 
really analyzing where you are now. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, have faith in the future. Like that you can do hard things. You can make goals. You can reach your deadlines. And you have to have faith in yourself and that the future will be brighter. Yeah. And also you gotta, you gotta be at peace with frustration. Mm-hmm. I think. Cause happiness is only achieved after like something frustrating or sad or even terrible happens. Mm-hmm. You gotta, gotta be okay with that. Yeah. Life is not, you know, it's, it's, it's dynamic. And if you want to be happy, then you gotta realize that you need to be okay with when you're not. Yeah. Ooh, that's deep. Life is dynamic. I like that nice. a lot. Because <laughs> I feel like a lot of times, also I really like that formula, gratitude and faith and frustration. <laughs> Interesting, but like it, it makes sense. Um, I think a lot of times we get stuck in the phrase like, life sucks, life is so hard. But like when someone ever asks you, like, how are you doing? You're like, good. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? <laughs> it doesn't add up, but... It's because life is dynamic and we do have hard times and we do have those trials in our lives. But in the end, like life is good because like you're living and breathing and you have clothes and you're in a house and you have shoes. And there's so many aspects of life or there's so many aspects that make up life. It's not just life. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I get what you mean. there. like, there's a different, like there's, Living, right? And then there's like living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't, maybe you can't hear the distinction in my voice very well. But like you can go through the motions mm-hmm. of like being a human and just, you know, like having things happen to you. Yeah. Or you can choose to live by like being that proactive force in your life. Mm-hmm. Or even when you have to be like the one receiving things. Like, yeah. You can, you can let that be a positive experience. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's very complicated. And, you know, this is all subjective because it's, like, the way that I see things. No, of course. You know. Which is why, like, I don't interview just one person. So <laughs> I have many different people that have gone through many different stages of life. I've interviewed mothers. I've interviewed married people, single people, guys, girls. Like, because there are so many different aspects to every person's life that it can't just be defined by one person. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have any like last words of advice you would want to get to anyone? Last any words, I guess. <laughs> hmm. Well, and there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> um, I think so. We talked a little bit about this in preparing for mm-hmm. the interview. Yeah. Um, but. I just, I really, just after my remarks, you know, about like, you know, choosing to be happy. Like, I wanted to to touch a little bit about depression. Yeah. And go for it. Because that is, it's a real thing, Mm -hmm. you know. And sometimes people don't feel happiness for a very, very long time. And I'm not trying to discredit that. Sometimes it's, you cannot choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's devastating. And my older sister, you know, she she struggled a lot with her mental health and with depression and bipolar and 
just a lot of things were really working against her. And she was in a period of time for a long time where she didn't feel, you know, she didn't, she could not understand that the frustration would go away. Mm -hmm. And it was a very dark time. And yeah, that's real. And I'm not like a qualified expert in any means, except in my own, you know, life. Yeah. But I think it's so important to really find those small, like, treasure moments. Mm -hmm. Right? Even if it's just like you find a blade of grass that just is like really green and that is just nice. Like, sometimes that's enough. You know, the relationships we have with people might seem insignificant, but they're so important. Like, the impact that we make in each other's lives, like, that is, you know, uh, it's just hard to describe, you know. But it's life changing. Yeah, it is. So I guess really like my, my, my sentiment is that life is difficult, mm-hmm. but it's also good, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's this crazy experience that we get to share with other people. Yeah. And by letting ourselves have this dynamic experience, you know, where we, we get to have the highs and the lows, the, the joy and the sadness and, you know, the pain and also like the healing. Mm-hmm. I think healing, that's a real source of happiness. Yeah. But by having this whole, you know, just wacky life, you know, I think that's really where the joy comes in is, and you can look back and you can say, huh. What a wild ride, right? Yeah. And the future is going to be just as crazy, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's so beautifully well said. Like, I, I, sometimes I always feel like, thanks, that was great. And then I move on, but like, thank you. I really love those words that you said. And it's true. Like, for those that suffer with depression, and I've had someone come and speak before, and they've had depression and like, we all have really hard times in our lives and we really need to learn to, I don't know, just love those around us and try to help people when we can and accept help when we need it because like we're all here together and we only have one life and we need to just make the best of it. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you for being on this podcast. I really appreciate it. I was late, everyone, and I feel so bad. But Sarah is a saint and (laughs) is just always the best. So thank you so much. Thanks for inviting me. Of course. Okay. Bye, everyone. Until next week. (laughs) Okay, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that podcast and that you were able to just feel Sarah's sweet spirit. I really enjoyed being able to talk with her. And she's just super smiley all the time. And She really embodies happiness. I hope you all have a great week. Sorry that this podcast episode was posted a week late. I was out of town last week. But we are back and in action. I guess. I don't know. Anyways, hope you guys have a great week. Love you all. Bye.